Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He is the source of our strength. At this time, we're going to have a selection sung by Reverend Dr. Valerie Cook Farrell and followed by the prayer of comfort. Amen. Precious Lord, take my hands, lead, lead me Yeah! 
funeral to God be the glory for all he has done he's a miracle worker he's a healer he's Jehovah Jireh yes he is yes he is hallelujah go before the throne of grace father we come before you today lord god this is a day father god that the family finds themselves in two places on one hand father god they're mourning the loss father god and on the other hand they're rejoicing that he's with you father god lord we are praying that the rejoicing would overshadow the mourning father god being thankful lord god for a man that has become a, a phenomenal father for a man that raised beautiful children, Father God, whose legacy goes on through the grandchildren, Father God. And what is that legacy? That he was a servant of the Most High God, that he knew his Savior, that he knew his Lord, and he was not ashamed of you, Lord God. So we pray, Father God, in the times, Lord God, when he is missed, that you would send comfort, Father God. In the times when they go to pick up the phone to call him, Father God, that you allow him to think of the fond memories that you gave, Father God, knowing this, Lord God, that he was a a gift from you and he was a reflection of your love father god so when they think of the love that they received from him father god let them be reminded of your love let them be reminded of your grace let them be reminded of your presence that is with them from day to day father god bind them up together as a family to stand strong in you lord god to stand strong in your love father god to comfort one another god and to be a witness that they are children of the most high god our resurrected savior jesus the christ who is alive and doing very well, Lord God. So, Lord God, help us to be around them, to surround them with that grace, to surround them with that love, to surround them with all the good things, Father God, to remind them of you, Lord God, for truly you are worthy to be praised. So we remember you this day, Father God, and we exalt you in the matchless, miraculous, mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we pray. Our soul say amen and amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap. Come on, you can do better than that. The Lord is good. And his love is everlasting. At this time, giving all honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to our senior pastor and family of this great edifice, we come in the name of our Lord and Savior to thank you for another day. We've come to celebrate the home going of our beloved brother, David Hudson, Jr. Amen? Amen. At this time, we will have the New Testament, Old Testament reading by Deacon Sherman Hopkins. And we will have him to follow that with the New Testament reading, John 14, 1 through 6. Amen? Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading, Psalms 13, the Lord, Psalms 23, I'm sorry. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. 
He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the New Testament reading is John 14, the first six verses. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. And at this time, we will hear another solo from our own Reverend Dr. Valerie Cook Farrell. Amen. Amen. Dr. Cook. If anybody asks you where I'm going, where I'm going soon, if God gives me Until I see my Savior
Dr. Farrell. Thank you. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Lord is good. We're going up yonder to be with our Lord. At this particular time, we will have remarks from the family, and we are asking that you would limit them to two minutes. This is a home going and not a funeral. This is rejoicing over our brother going directly to heaven. The Lord has no sorrow for those that he has healed. At this time, we're going to ask that you would come forward. Sister G, you can come right on. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Give God some glory because he's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to my pastor and my husband, to all the ministers, and to everyone. Uh, my daddy. And my daddy loved his girls. Um, and everybody here at 19th Street knows that Daddy had rhythm. He would dance all the way from the back of the aisle, back of the aisle all the way to that second pew every Sunday morning. When he got here, he'd just raise up his hands right. and give God some glory. 
Daddy had rhythm, and I don't know if you knew it, but Daddy also had rhyme. He would wake up and say, good morning, Glory, tell me your story. We'd say, Daddy, how you feel? He said, I feel good like Georgie Wood. <laughs> so I know that back in the day, everybody in South Philly knew, knew him as Buster, but y'all didn't know that he could bust a rhyme. And my, I have my sororers adopted daddy as their dad, and um, I would text them stories that things he would say. One time, Carol had, you know, she had to puree his food, and he didn't feel like eating. And then Carol said, "Come on, daddy, eat." And she said, "His grits, his eggs, and his bacon. Come on, it's good." He said, "Well, if the bacon was in there, it uh, it got up and went and walked down to the river because it sure ain't in there anymore." My dad taught us a lot of things, a lot of things, and uh, he taught us how to be tough. I remember when I, one time I went to the ice cream parlor with him, I got my finger stuck in the door, and he fussed at me all the way home. And when Davida said, came home and said she needed glasses, he made a chart, took her in the cell and said, now read that chart, that's an A, isn't it? <laughs> he taught us how to be tough so that we knew how to fight in life, and I appreciate, I appreciate that. But he also taught us how to be tender. I remember him calling me his little Tootsie Roll and how he cared for others. He cared for his mother, he cared for his brother, so he taught us how to be tender. He also taught us how to have a strong constitution. And I remember when I got older, he and I had some strong constitutional debates. And finally, he taught us how to be commit, committed to family. He made us loyal to not just our immediate family, but our extended family. And he did not play. He did not let anybody talk about his family at all. And it didn't matter whether it was a, a, a ruptured pipe or a leaky relationship. Daddy was going to put his pants on. Mommy would say, where are you going? He said, oh, so-and-so called me. I'm putting my pants on. I'm going to go around there and see what I can do. Right. And he would do it. And... All I know is that I'm grateful for a dad who loved his girls. Okay. <laughs> um, a few things come to mind when I think about my grandfather. Um, the first is context. I'm the youngest grandchild, so he put in his work before they got to me. So the grandpa I knew was very soft-spoken, tender, chill. And I just think about all the Thanksgivings at their house. That was the hub for our family. People, you know, I would live in New York, L.A., and the people that I hadn't seen, all my family here, I got to see them at Thanksgiving. And it was always at their house. And I just can remember him sitting at the head of the table. Everyone's making a fuss, making their plates, trying to warm stuff up, trying to figure out who's sitting where. Are we at the kids' table this year, or did we graduate to the big table? And he was just, he was chill. He was chill. And I think one thing that I can remember about him is he taught me that there's strength in a quiet spirit. Because everyone respected him. Everyone knew who he was. Everyone loved him. But he didn't have to say too much. He didn't have to do too much. And so that's something that I take away and, and loved about him. Another thing, of course, the notorious dancing. And he's got the rhythm. He did that until his very last days. Um, I was fortunate enough to get to see him just a week or two before while I was home for the holidays. Um, and then another thing I think about when I think about him, as my mom said, was commitment to my grandmother, to family. Um, 
And I'm telling you, those two were a pair. I could stop by unannounced, come sit with them and just talk with them. And I remember just a few years ago, I was at my aunt's house and my grandmother was wrestling in the kitchen. I said, sit down, I'll do it. What do you want me to do? She said, I'm making my husband a sandwich. She would not let me make the sandwich. And so those two were a pair, um, grandmom and grandpa. I always think of them together. And I'm happy that they're reunited in heaven. Um, and the last thing that, the last conversation I had with my grandfather, he left me with a little affirmation. We were talking in the living room, and just before he went back to his room, he said, listen, she know what she want. And so I take that with me. Um, I'll carry that with me. He believed in me. He believed in, you know, my discernment. And I'm just so appreciative of the time and the years we got to spend. And we love you, and we'll continue your legacy. So I say my Uncle David, but he wasn't just my Uncle David. He was our Uncle David. And when I described to a friend of mine, my uncle, I said I could be stranded in the middle of the ocean in the middle of the night, and the only person I could call would be Uncle David. Uncle David don't drive. Uncle David don't have a car. Uncle David don't have a boat. But you know what Uncle David would say? I beat it. You know, so when I think of that type of commitment and I think of the love, there's all this talk now about love languages. What is your love language? Is it one of uh, affirmation? Is it one of receiving gifts? And Uncle David's love language was service. And he was somebody that no matter when you called on him, he was there. Now, he could be tough. He going to give you a lecture, but he going to show up. And he would show up in a way sometimes that you'd say, okay, Uncle David, that's enough. So for some reason, my uncle thought I needed to know how to fix a furnace, how to be a plumber, how to be a carpenter. And really, those were not skills that I needed. And I, I was going along with the game until one day, the heater, which he decided he was going to test it with the match while the gas was on, went boom. I start running, right? <laughs> then he start running. Then I realized I left him behind, and I turned around, went back, start beating on him. And he's like, Linda, why are you hitting me? I'm like, I thought you was on fire. I'm not on fire. When we got upstairs, I said, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't need to know how to do any of this. All I need to know is who to call, right? And you, the person that I call, so I am so grateful that for most of my adult life, I've had my Uncle David to call. So even though I may not be able to call on him now, or the rest of us, because I speak as a collective, he's in our hearts. So when I feel that I don't have him, I know that I do. Because his seed has been planted in all of us. And for that, I give honor to God, and I am so grateful to have had him for the time that we did. So he's in my heart. Uh, good afternoon. Um, my name is Dr. Charles Bolger, and um, I'm one of three son-in-laws, and the uh, son-in-laws are 
James Smack Sr., and your pastor here, Reverend Dr. Raymond Gordon. And um, I would say, uh, speaking as a son-in-law, I wanted to emphasize the word son-in-law because uh, you know how we are. We go in-laws. The in-laws are coming, and everybody kind of makes a a funny face. Uh, The in-laws, but I would say that my father-in-law elevated the role of father-in-law. He lifted the office of father-in-law so that a father-in-law, an additional father, becomes a thing of value, a thing of worth, a thing of memory. And um, so there was a love between us that we shared that was profound and deep that I will always remember and respect. But he would also be concerned about injustice. And he expressed that by uh, talking about the struggles that he faced in his work situation and how he would overcome injustice, because we had long, deep conversations about this, how he would overcome injustice that he made up in his mind that he would be the best person on that foreman floor. So when nobody else knew where the part was, they knew that they had to call David Hudson to find out where the part was. He was a man that could really talk sports. So we we spent a lot of time talking about every kind of sport there was and every kind of championship there could be, especially in the area of Philadelphia. So we enjoyed many years of, of that kind of conversation. But finally, I would say that what I observed most in him was his devotion. And I would summarize it by saying when I visited him one time in the latter days, knowing that dementia had really taken a large toll, and by this time he probably didn't know who I was standing in the room. But when we said it was time to pray, I noticed that his shoulders went back up like a soldier being called to order. His hands came together in a prayer position, and he bowed his head in all of that. So the, I, I'm, I'm really, for those that can celebrate with me today, I'm, I'm really rejoicing for the life that was lived and for the victory that was won. Because in the name of Jesus... Praise the Lord, everybody. Uh, My name is Jessica Gardner, and I am an adopted daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Hudson. And I can just be so grateful today that I knew him. I knew him. I knew his wife better. She was my daughter's godmother. And he was what I would say loyal as a friend. And I can remember I was going through some problems on my job with some harassment. And I would do as I always did. I would call Mrs. Hudson and I would tell her what was going on. He was so angry. He said, you just wait. He said, the Lord going to get him. (laughs) 
He said, he's going to get you another job, too. He said, I know just who they are, right over there on Hoop Street. <laughs> he said, the Lord going to get you another job. But he was loyal. He was a friend. He was beautiful. And in the latter days, if I would go to Carol for different things, as soon as I would come in, he would jump up, and we would have to do the bop. <laughs> so I want to say that I am grateful that I knew him and Mrs. Hudson. They were a beautiful team. And now they are, like the word tells us, in his presence where there's fullness of joy and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Thank you. I know other remarks at this time we will have acknowledgments and resolutions by caller pfeiffer she here amen everyone. My name is Carla Hudson Pfeiffer, and I am a cousin of David Pfeiffer. I would like to read to you on behalf of the Hudson family some of the beautiful cards that we have received and a resolution or three or four. On the loss of your grandfather, Lisa, may thoughts of all your grandpa meant of love he gave, of good times, Spent, bring you peace and comfort too, and keep your grandpa close to you with sympathy, Faye, and family. Those of us who've been through great loss know that from then on our days will be different. There's an ache that becomes duller with time, but never really leaves. Things hit us out of the blue. Aunt Carol, in time when the pain of our sorrow begins to fade, we realize like never before that life has a fragile beauty and we are forever changed. So sorry for the heartache you're feeling, praying for comfort and peace, for strength when the days are long and for eyes to see God's healing love in ways only your heart can know. Troy and Eartha Smack. Remembering with you when the heart is grieving, God comes near to bring his comfort to catch every tear. May God hold you close, comfort you gently, and carry you through the prayers and sympathy. And this is from some members of St. Matthew's Church. January 25th, 2023. The Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on his suffering ones. Isaiah 59, 13. 
to Sister Davida Bolger and family, we, the Intercessory Praise Dance Ministry of the Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church, bow humbly at the will of our Heavenly Father, who always knows best. Our heartfelt sympathy is extended to you and your family on the passing of your father and our brother in Christ, David Hudson. Jesus said, Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Matthew 5, 4. He is true to his word. He will not leave you comfortless nor forsake you. Abide in him, and he will keep you in perfect peace. We know words, however kind, can't mend your heartache, but we love and care about you and share your pain. To the family, we encourage you to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to your own understanding. It is our prayer that God will grant you strength, courage, comfort, and understanding during these hours of bereavement. May you find solace in knowing that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guide your hearts in perfect peace. Submitted in love and sympathy, Sister Janet Coker, Servant Leader, Intercessory Praise Ministry, Reverend Blaine Newberry, Associate Pastor of Exaltation, Reverend Dr. Alan E. Waller, Senior Pastor. January 25th, 2023. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. To the Hudson and Bolger families, the pastor, officials, and members of Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church extend, extend to you our profound and sustaining sympathy in the passing of your father, loved one, and our brother in Christ, David Hudson. There's no sorrow when we realize that a loved one is no longer with us. However, there's comfort in knowing that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, promised never to leave us alone or comfortless. Be encouraged to know that God's grace will see you through. It is in that spirit of faith and assurance that we offer this message of Christian love. To the family, may the prayers of friends and loved ones gently ease your hurting, and may God's peace softly replace your heartache with warm and loving memories, and may your strong faith in Jesus Christ sustain you in this hour and forevermore. Although we cannot fully experience your sorrow, be assured that we're standing with you in prayer, and we are asking God to hold you close to himself now and always. Done by the order of the Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church, Trustee Sharon Gibbs, Servant Leader, Trustee Ministry. Deaconess Sharita Glenn, Servant Leader, Deaconess Ministry. Deacon Michael Upshaw, Servant Leader, Deaconess Ministry. And Reverend Alan E. Waller, Senior Pastor. It's so hard to say goodbye to my pop. That's what I called him. He taught me many things about life and his craft as he worked hard and helped many. If I had a problem, it's nothing he wouldn't do for me and I wouldn't do for him. I'm going to miss him. He's a strong black man with a purpose, stubborn at times, but I listened, wanted to be like him. I'm very proud of him. It's hard to say goodbye to my pop. He'll be all right because he's going to heaven to be with his wife. 
and they'll be walking around in heaven all day. There will be no more pain or tears, just walking around in heaven all day. David Monroe. Nineteenth Street Baptist Church, where Jesus Christ is the only attraction. Twelve fifty-three South Nineteenth Street in Philadelphia. Reverend Dr. Wilburn D. Winborn, Senior Pastor and Teacher. January eighteenth, twenty twenty-three. Resolution: Nineteenth Street Baptist Church. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. 2 Timothy 4, 6, 7. Our Lord, in his infinite wisdom, power, and love, deemed it wise to remove from our lives our beloved brother, father, and friend, Brother David Hudson, Jr. Rest assured that he has gone from his earthly tabernacle and labor to his heavenly reward. And is with the great crowd of witnesses that preceded him in heaven. He's now resting in the arms of the Savior and the lover of his soul. Hallelujah. Our dear brother David Hudson Jr. was a member of our church for over 40 years plus before moving to New Jersey to live with his daughter Carol. He was one of our oldest members. Brother David served faithfully in the church under our current pastor, Wilbur D. Winborn Sr., and his predecessors. Brother David made it his business to involve himself when he was able in all facets of our church. He was a kind and loving man and showed that love, as we can all attest to, when you get your sweet treat of a piece of red and white peppermint candy. And if you were really special, you got a little two-step as you walked him down the aisle as he went to his seat and the music was playing. He was a soft-spoken man, dressed to impress, Mr. GQ+. When he spoke, you can bet it was with profound wisdom. He loved God, this church, its family of believers, and most assuredly, his wife of 76 years plus, Sister Rita, and their three children. We resolve that we will cherish the memory of our beloved brother David and his loving personality to manifest itself in our lives that we may profoundly touch others as he did. To have known him was a blessing. His faith and love were manifested by his actions. He was loved and will be missed by all who knew him or had the opportunity to be in his presence, to share his concern, his words of encouragement, and golden nuggets of God's truth. May the sustaining love of God, whose faithfulness is unfaltering, strengthen you spiritually. May his steadfast promise of eternal life give you peace during this time. Be it also resolved that a copy of this resolution will be given to the family and a copy placed on the records of our church. This was done by the order of the pastor, officers, and members of the 19th Street Baptist Church this 18th day of January 
in the year of our Lord, 2023. Reverend Dr. Wilburn, Wilbur Wilburn, Winburn, Deacon Eugene Blackson, Chair of Deacon Ministry, Sister Betty J. Thomas, Church Clerk, Deaconess Mary Dickerson, Assistant Church Clerk. He had also resolved that a copy of this resolution will be given to the family and a copy placed in the records of our church. This was done by the word of the pastor, officers, and members of the 19th Street Baptist Church this 18th day of January in the year of our Lord, 2023. St. Matthew's Baptist Church, Resolution of Condolence. St. Matthew's Baptist Church Ministries, whereas it has pleased Almighty God to call from labor to rest the soul of his servant, David Hudson Jr., on the 17th day of January in the year of our Lord, 2023. Be it known to all present here, we, the Women's Ministry of St. Matthew's Baptist Church, do deem it, deem it fitting and proper to submit unto our fellow co-laborer in Christ, Sister Carol Smack and family, the resolution and observance of the homegoing of your beloved father. Whereas Christ also hath suffered death for our sins, that he might bring us unto God. For as he was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, so we do trust that your loved one will be made live again in the presence of God the Father through the finished work of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So weep not for the soul of David Hudson Jr., for he has dropped his earthly robe of flesh and bids farewell while soaring to glory to rest at Jesus' feet. For as King David once said, Return unto the rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. Psalm 116.7. Submitted in Christian love with sympathy and prayers this 25th day of January in the year of our Lord 2023. Dr. Raymond N. Gordon, Sr. Pastor, Deacon Ernie Armstead, Chairman, Deacon's Ministry. Resolution of condolence submitted by St. Matthew's Baptist Church. There is peace in the Father's house. Be it resolved that our pastor, Reverend Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, the officers and the members of the St. Matthew's Baptist Church do hereby cause this resolution of condolence to be submitted unto the First Lady, Diane Gordon and family. In observance of the homegoing of your beloved father, David Hudson Jr., whose soul soared to glory on Tuesday, the 17th day of January, in the year of our Lord, 2023, be it further resolved, as David Hudson Jr. has completed his earthly journal journey and his heavenly pilgrimage has now begun, we that are left to cherish his memory together with his family will glory in his fulfillment of his being absent from the body and present with the Lord, as we do accept with humility and grace that perfect will of Almighty God. Whereas life is but a vapor, the soul is eternal and never dies. And when its earthly life is over, the mystery of it is past and gone, as God shall reveal a new realm of life to that fleeing soul, one of joy and peace with him. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but 
we shall be changed and raised incorruptible unto immortality. 1 Corinthians 15, 51, and 52. Submitted in Christian love with sympathy and prayers this 25th day of January in the year of our Lord, 2023, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, Sr., Senior Pastor, and Deacon Ernest Armstead, Chairman of the Deacon's Ministry. This concludes the reading of the cards and resolutions. I would like to say that Cousin David will be missed. My husband and I extend our sympathy to our family. We know one thing, that God is still on the throne, and we will all see our loved ones again. Thank you, Sister Piper. At this time, we will have the reading of the obituary by Linda Marshall. Linda, are you here? David Hudson Jr. was born to David and Mary Muldrow Hudson on September the 11th of 1925 in Philadelphia, PA. He was raised in South Philadelphia and attended Philadelphia Public Schools. David met the love of his life, Rita Harrison, while attending Barrett Junior High School. They courted, fell in love, and were joined in matrimony on August the 21st, 1945. Their union was blessed with three daughters, Carol, DeVita, and Diane. David's daughter, Rosalie, was united with the family. In 1980, David accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, was baptized and attended Sunday school at the 19th Street Baptist Church in Philadelphia under the pastorates of the late Reverend Charles Walker and Reverend Wilbur, Wilbur D. Wilborn. He was also always seated with Rita and his loving mother, the late Mary Hudson Henderson. David started working at an early age. His career began at the Philadelphia Navy Yard. He had retired from the Atlantic Richfield Oil Company in 1988 after 45 years. Talk about loyalty. <laughs> David had a very strong work ethic and instilled this same ethic in his daughters. While at Atlantic Richfield, David pursued additional training in mathematics and took pride in sharing this knowledge with his daughter and namesake, Davida. In addition, David was a talented carpenter and all-around craftsman. He remodeled many homes for his family, friends, and community. David was loyal and committed to his family and his block. He valued family and stability as evidenced by his 76-year marriage to Rita until her transition on May 17, 2022. David and his siblings were raised by their mother as their father passed when they were young. David, his mother, brothers, Robert, Herbert, Samuel, along with their sister, Rosalie, all lived within a two to three block radius of one another. David and his wife were wonderful caregivers to his mother Mary for 11 years. Additionally, he tended to the needs of other family members. As the longest living sibling, David became a father figure, confidant, and lifesaver to his nieces, nephews, and extended family.
David was well-known in South Philly, where he was often referred to as Buster, and more recently, Hut. He, however, referred to himself as Dapper Dan, as he loved to dress well. He enjoyed boxing, baseball, and watching and analyzing various sports. His musical preferences included hymns, jazz, and R&B. In March 2018, David and his wife relocated to New Jersey to live with his daughter and son-in-law, Carol and James. They lovingly cared for him with assistance from his granddaughter, Lisa. David joined St. Matthew's Baptist Church under the pastorate of his son-in-law, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon, Sr. David took the scripture literally. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Upon his arrival at church, he danced from the back of the long aisle until he found his seat on the second row. Even as his health declined, David continued to surprise everyone. On Rita's 95th birthday, which was January 25th of 2022, David sang a solo of happy birthday to his wife. He would regale his family with songs and his dance moves. During David's latter years, his motto was, one day at a time. He was preceded in death by his wife, siblings, and daughter, Rosalie. He leaves to cherish his memory, three daughters, Carol Smack, James, Davida Bolger, and Charles, and Diane Gordon Raymond. Eight grandchildren, one great-grandson, and two great-great-grandchildren, and a host of nieces, nephews, and friends to a life well-lived. Amen. At this time, we will have a musical selection by our own Kim Spencer. Amen. Family, we love you, and we thank God for you, and uh, you have our sincere condolences on behalf of this choir. We love you. You truly, truly do. But we also know that we serve a God who is omnipotent. He is omniscient, and he does not make a mistake. Amen? But most of all, our God is excellent.
But you can do better than that. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Bless this holy name. For he's a good God. He's a faithful God. He's an almighty God. He's a kind God. He's the potentate of paradise. He's worthy of all praise. Worthy of all honor. Worthy of all adoration. Worthy of all thanksgiving. Come on. Bless his holy name. from the under shepherd the episcopos the presbyteros the lead elder the one that started with 100 and he's still right now passing 13,000 his name is Dr. Raymond Maurice Gordon Sr. he will be the feeder of this flock. And when he comes up, let's give him a hand clap. All but the family, I want you to stand on your feet and give God some praise. Dr. Raymond Gordon. his holy name. We greet you in the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ to our great family, to my sister-in-laws, Carol Smack, Davida Charles, and to my lovely wife, Diane. And to all of the aunts, uncles, and cousins, grands, we say amen. amen. This is not a funeral. This is a home going. We are praising God and celebrating his graduation to glory. He's not in this casket. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And I'm not here preaching to him, I'm preaching to you. Can I get a witness? God is an awesome God. I want to thank God for our minister of music, Christian, to our great choir, to uh, our ushers, uh, to officiating ministers. Reverend Llewellyn, Reverend Jackson, and to Sherman Hopkins who read the scriptures, and to Cleve Foto who prayed, to uh, Linda, we love you, Carla. Uh, I want to thank God for you and for my father-in-law and my friend. 
Now let me stop, pause, and park because I'm going on 36 years here. I've seen it all. David Hudson, a.k.a. Amen. Uh, Hut, the mayor of South Philly. Uh, I knew all the titles. And I had, he used to come and watch me play ball, baseball. Uh, I had a great memory, great memories of the entire family. And uh, I, uh, uh, I would be remiss not to mark out the fact that uh, Carol and Smack, you did your job. You did your job. You, you too, you too gave up everything to pull your mother and father in. I commend you publicly for such a great sacrifice. Smack, you're a loving and giving person. You and Carol, may God bless you. And then Lisa, Carol's daughter, quit her job so she could take care and help her mother take care of her grandma. Let's get a Lord a hand clap. Amen. Amen. One of Amen. Praise Jesus. And uh, to Davida and Charles and to all of the family, we greet you in the name of Jesus. Now, let me let me let me pull up some episodes. Uh, way back in the late fifties and early sixties, I. You know, I remember every New Year's Eve, my mother having a party. We were small, and uh, uh, David Hudson's brother, we call him Mr. Hutt, he and Alma and Mr. Frank, Mr. Ralph, and Daisy, and Lawrence and Muncie and a whole lot of them. They would come in the house and they'd be dancing. And my mother said, get back upstairs. And uh, But I never knew Mr. David because he was of a different club. Are y'all with me? Yeah. And uh, uh, that uh, I remember when we first got married, our roof was leaking. So Diane said, Dad, can you come and take a look at my roof? And I was pastoring. And uh, we were in Philly. So he, he said, Raymond, Raymond. I said, yeah, Dad. He said, come here, I want to show you something. So I looked out the window. He said, come on out. I came out the window, and he said, come on up this ladder. And I went up the ladder. And he said, see, this is the way you fix this roof. You. And he was doing like that. I said, listen, I got to go to church. <laughs> he said, you got to go? I said, I got to go. I got to go. You. I ain't fooling with this. I got to go. And uh, that was so funny. And then I gave several cruises. 
And I wanted to take my mother and father and my wife's mother and father. So I told Diane, I said, I'm, I'm paying the way for your mother and father. And I asked your father. He said, oh, yeah, I'll go. And Diane said, he ain't getting on no boat. I said, he said he was going to go. He ain't getting on no plane to get to the boat. And uh, so when it came time for the trip, I said, Dad, I thought you was going. No, nah, no, nah, I can't go. I can't go. I said, what kind of mess is this? But he was a dear friend. And when I was growing up, Sammy would come through the block with his suede shoes on. Hey, Ruby. Hey. And Aunt Rosalie would come around and sit and talk. And I would pick up Craig for school and 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 and, and uh mama, she she lived on Garnet Street and had a peach tree. We used to look at the peaches and say, I'm gonna get over there and get some peaches. And it was just amazing through the years, the contacts that we had. He was a great, great man, a good man, a giving man, and now he's in glory. And we praise the fact that he is in glory. Can I get a witness? We exalt the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And truly, he is a mighty, mighty, mighty good God. I took him and my dad to a Phillies game. They really enjoyed it. And we just had fun. But I want to I wanna talk about my father-in-law and my friend. My friend. Um, great man. One of the greatest metaphors in the Bible is the metaphor of the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. And this psalm depicts a spiritual design and a spiritual dependence and a spiritual deliverance that uh, the 23rd psalm is Jesus as the good shepherd who gives rest. Psalm 24, Jesus the great shepherd who rules throughout eternity. And 1 Peter 5, Jesus is chief shepherd yeah, who will return for his sheep. And, and, and the extraordinary thing about these word studies is that we need pictures to help give us a biblical perspective. So in John chapter 10, Jesus deals with three characteristics while talking to people who claim to be sheep but are really goats. And 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 uh, uh, the the portrait in the picture is this: that in the days of Jesus, 
there were enclosures, rectangle enclosures, where they would put the sheep at night and a porter would guard at the door and they would lock the door and more than one shepherd put his sheep in this enclosure. You may have had three or four shepherds putting their sheep in there at night so that the wolves would not attack them. And the picture was that in the morning when the shepherds showed up, the porter recognized the shepherd. He would open the gate, open the door, and each shepherd, the shepherd would come. Here's the picture. The shepherd would come once the door was open, and he would call his sheep out by name. And he recognized his voice. Are y'all getting this? So here in John chapter 10, three characteristics dealing with David Hudson. Jesus said, my sheep, personal pronoun, my sheep hear my voice. Now let me stop pausing. That hearing is the fact that we have been called, kaleo is the Greek word, called by God. And, and, and before we were called, our lives, David Hudson's life was full of conflict, contention. Yeah, yeah, don't get quiet now because our lives were full of conflict and contention. I know I was. Can I get a witness? And and, and I, I, I'm not up here trying to get you to like me or to accept me or to brag about anything. I lived a life of hell. Seven years in the military, lived a life of hell, running the streets and partying, fornicating, doing all that I was big enough to do. But when God called me, when he called me, when he called David Hudson, the conflict and confusion stopped. God's got to call you. I know some of you say, well, I don't have confusion. We all got confusion. We all have been under conditions that are less desirable. Do I have a witness? When God calls you, he elects you, he calls you Look, look at the preposition. He calls you out. And when he calls you out, he's automatically calling you into. He doesn't call you out to leave you there. He's calling you out. So the picture was, Jesus said, my sheep, those who are saved by calling, they hear my voice. And, and, and if you can't hear the voice of Jesus, you're on your way to hell. You, you got to hear him. And he calls you out. Lord have mercy. He calls you out. He calls you out. Ek. E-K. Calls you out of confusion and conflict. Contention. Amen. Succession of peace. He, he calls you out. My sheep hear my 
voice. David Hudson was a man of principle, a man of passion, a man who protected. Yeah. He wasn't no joke. No, he wasn't no joke. You know, in this church, we don't dress nothing up. We tell it like it is. He wasn't no joke. He was a man who was called out, called out of hell. My sheep hear my voice. And the second character, and they follow. They don't follow social media. They don't follow Facebook. They follow me. They follow my person. They follow my principles. Yeah. They follow my pardon. They follow my preparations. They follow me. Now, understand, the call is salvation. The following is sanctification. That's a process. They follow me. And 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 we we go back to a great man who was a man who had been called, a man of sincere compassion. Compassion. I know why he didn't go on the cruise because he was delivering daily news to a bunch of people that couldn't go get a paper. He was watching his house. He was the mayor of the neighborhood. I talked to my mother when I got uh, when I got married. She said I knew I knew Buster and Rita when they was eighteen, and da da I said, "Wow, it's a long time." And uh, they all grew up in South Florida together. And Aunt Rosalie was very close to my mother. Aunt uh, all, all, all of the families were intermingling and, and I had an opportunity to see certain things but he was a man of not only calling but compassion. He loved his wife. He loved his daughters. Three ladies. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't running up down the street eating chicken bones and spitting and cussing. They three ladies. He loved them. He raised them. He protected them. Yeah. And 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 I saw a compassion in action on Thanksgiving when he would have 30, 40 family members in his house rotating, eating, watching football, and he was just sitting there smiling. A man of compassion. A man who loved his family. As Linda said, love them all. And Linda, I want to commend you as, as well, uh, along with all the members of the family. A man of compassion. He loved Carol. He loved Davida. He loved Diane. He loved them. He loved Smack and he loved Charles. He loved me, but I wasn't fixing no roof. 
I, I said, I ain't the son you always wanted. Forget that. I'll call a roofer and get the roofer fixed. But he was a, he was a great, great man of compassion. Loved his grandchildren. Loved my children, of course. Loved all the aunts, uncles, and cousins. He was just, he opened up his home with love. With love. Forty of y'all ain't coming to my house. I can tell you that now. But he, he was a man of hospitality. A man of sincere compassion. 76 years of marriage. What a testimony. Some people can't stay together 76 minutes. 76 years of marriage through thick and thin. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Isn't that something? Through thick and through thin. He was a man who was called my sheep. Everybody ain't God's sheep. Not in this church. You must be born again. You must be saved. Can I get a witness? And, and, and if it took this to get you your butt to church, so be it. Because you need to hear the truth. And the truth going to set you free. Can I get a witness? Don't look up at me funny. This is my house. I'm going to preach this word. My sheep! David Hudson was his sheep. He heard his voice called. He followed him. And I give unto them eternal life. Life with no end. Lord have mercy. And nobody will pluck them out of my hand. Isn't that in the Bible? He, he was not only called and compassionate, he was committed. He was committed to the Lord. I go down second and market and walk in there and around Christmas, he, he had already given me a gift certificate to buy clothes. And, and, and I say, wow, what a man. He and Darlene Walker rubbed my head in pinochle. I didn't think he could do it. Great, great man. Great man of God. But last week, the Lord decided it's time to come home. God said it's time to graduate into glory. It's time to come up in Beulah Land where the wicked, amen, will not trouble you. It's time to come up and see Jesus. It's time to see your wife and your mother. It's time to see your other family members who are saved. It's time. David, come up here and the Bible says he stepped in the glory and he started shouting. Because one look at Jesus gives you a perfect peace that passes all understanding. And he is walking the streets of gold, looking at the gates of pearls. 
No more pain, no more dying, no more crying, no more sickness. He is in glory, praising the name of Jesus. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. And no man shall pluck them out of my hand. Do I have a witness in the Lord good, in the Lord gracious, in the Lord our guide? Won't the Lord do it? Because Jesus, he died. Didn't he die? He died till the sun stopped shining. He died till the earth stopped reeling and rocking. He died to a Roman centurion said, Surely, surely, this was the Son of God. They put him in a grave. But early, I said early, I said early. On Sunday morning, Jesus got up with all power, all power, all power in his hands. What a mighty God we serve. And when I look back over my life, just like you look over yours, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. And no man shall pluck them out of my hand. This may be your last opportunity to get saved. Your last. I pray at this home going that you will surrender to Jesus Christ. And just let him in. I pray that all of you will stop thinking that you have forever to live. The Bible says, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. The Bible says, in Revelation 14, and we preached it. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed are those who die in the Lord, for they cease from their labor, and their works do follow. Your works, your life, your legacy will follow you. And when you die, the books will be open. The books of your works and the Lamb's Book of Life. And whosoever name was not written in the Lamb's Book of Life will be cast into the lake of fire. You gotta be saved. Salvation is faith in the finished work of Christ. Not in speaking in tongues. Not running up and down the aisle. It's faith. That Jesus took your place. 
on the cross of Calvary. I want the family to remain seated. Everyone else stand. I want everybody to bow their head. Family, I'm talking to you and anyone else who's here. I couldn't think of a better home going than the salvation of this great, great family. If you're here this morning, as your head is bowed and you want Jesus, nobody's looking. I'm not going to ask you to do anything. Just, if you want Jesus into your life, believing he died for your sins, was buried, rose again, just raise your hand. Family, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. If you want Christ in your life. Is there one? 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 Bless the Lord for David Hudson. A man who had conflict but was called. A man who was compassionate. A man who was committed. It's not how you start out. It's how you end up. A great man. My father-in-law and my friend. I loved him. I love the entire family. This is it. You may not have another chance to receive Christ. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness, your mercy and grace. Thank you for the home going. Thank you for the holy hallelujahs that's being shouted in heaven. Thank you for a life, longevity of life, 97 years. What a life. Thank you for a great wife, 95 years. Thank you for three beautiful daughters, son-in-laws, aunts, uncles, and cousins. My sheep, Led and liberated. Hear my voice. You better hear his voice. And they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. And no man shall pluck them out of my hand. It's a promise from the promise maker, Jesus Christ. Son of the living God. God the Son. He's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. He's the Alpha and He's the Omega. He's the beginning and He's the ending. He's worthy. Jesus is worthy. He's worthy. To be praised. Hallelujah. Val, thank you for some great singing. Thank our choir for some great singing. Thank you for all the words of encouragement. But I'm reminded, my day is coming when the Lord will call me. Your day is coming when the Lord will call you. My sheep, hear my voice. 
some of you can't hear. You better open up your ears. Jesus is Lord. Can I get a witness? And David Hudson, Rita Hudson, they are in glory with the Lord. No more pain, no more crying, no more dying. Thank you for a life well lived. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Thank you for your call, your commitment, your compassion. David Hudson, you fought a good fight. You finished your course. You kept the faith. Now there's laid up for you a crown of righteousness. God bless you. You may be seated. Church, say amen. Let's get Lord a hand clap. Please come.